What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. I'm your host, Drew, and thank you for making me part of your week. The Buffalo Sabres have now dropped their 18th straight game with a come-from-behind win by the Philadelphia Flyers. My reaction to that game in this episode. Also, the Buffalo Sabres are going to be sellers at the trade deadline. They have already traded Eric Stahl. Find out a couple more trades that I believe the Buffalo Sabres should make in this upcoming episode. <laughs> it's almost comical at this point, right? It's got to be comical. It's like I don't, I don't understand how Sabres fans can get so mad anymore. Honestly, I, I tweeted this out. I would be more surprised if the Buffalo Sabres won that game. When Tage Thompson had it and he had a chance to ice the game, I thought to myself, if he misses, the Flyers are going to score. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And then I thought for a brief fleeting moment, maybe, maybe the Buffalo Sabres will win this in overtime. They'll regroup, they'll regather come together as a team, and win it in overtime. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. The Sabres blow a 3 nothing lead in the third period of this game. They looked great for the first 40 minutes of the game. They just couldn't put it together in the third period, and the Flyers come storming back score three goals in the third period, and then win it in overtime, extending the Sabres' winless streak to 18 games. Now, while a lot of people think that the Sabres are in record territory, unfortunately, the fact that they have actually earned points along the way has really uh, kind of gotten rid of the actual win, the you know, the loss streak. The fact that the Sabres have actually gained points in with the overtime losses doesn't it, the NHL won't acknowledge that streak. So the Sabres have lost they they snapped their nine game losing losing streak, but extend their seventeen game winless streak to eighteen games. But here is my takeaway from this game. This is not going to be a very long video. I just. Quick video right after the game. Quick, simple, straight-to-the-point reaction. The Sabres found scoring throughout their lineup in this game, which was huge. The Sabres have had trouble scoring all season long, especially now that Jack Eichel's been out. The Sabres have looked absolutely abysmal offensively, and they scored three goals tonight, and they looked quite good doing it. There was a couple of really solid plays that the Buffalo Sabres made to score these three goals. Like I said, the Sabres found scoring. They had nine players record a point in this game, did the Buffalo Sabres. Nine players. That is exactly the type of game that you want to see the Buffalo Sabres play. That's the type of game that the Buffalo Sabres should win. But of course, anything that could go wrong has gone wrong for the Buffalo Sabres. Dylan Cousins gets hurt again in this game. He comes along the left wing boards and just gets a nice little stiff shot into the boards. Goes off, doesn't return early in the first period. So the Sabres are playing man down for the the entirety of the game. But still, you have the game well in hand. It's 3-0. You should win this game. 
Another takeaway is Tage Thompson actually looked, at least for the first two periods, looked like an NHL player. He looked like an NA, like a legitimate NHL player. Like maybe a top line, not a top line guy, but a top six guy. Maybe a second line guy. He looked really good. He looked sharp for most of the game. He had a tremendous, tremendous goal or uh, assist on a goal, which I'm going to play right now. Put it up on the screen here if I can. He comes in over the blue line, carries the puck to the top of the circle, rips a shot, as you, as you see in this video, takes the shot, gets the puck back, and then finds Brandon Montour, who rips it top shelf to give the Sabres a 3-0 lead. That is a fantastic play. A fantastic play by Tage Thompson. And if he could consistently do that, he'll find himself in the lineup more games than not. Just a great play. In the third period, however, obviously I stated he misses the empty net. Gets caught, They all get caught out on the ice. And the Sabres end up giving up the game-tying goal with like a minute 28 left in the game or something like that. Something else that caught my eye during this game, I didn't really realize it. Kyle Oposo is on a four-game point streak. Two goals and two assists. He had an assist on the... Yoki Haru goal in this game, on the first goal of the game, he wins a puck battle along the boards, gets it to Curtis Lazar. Lazar with a great pass to Yoki Haru walking in from the blue line. He rips it five hole, Sabres up one nothing. He's quietly starting to pick his game up more and more and more as the season goes on. Obviously, the season's lost, but it is a positive sign that maybe he won't be a complete anchor with that $6 million contract for the Buffalo Sabres, and maybe he could potentially be a halfway decent player going into next season. $6 million, I mean, hopefully he is, right? Another takeaway is Casey Middlestad. I know he's not producing the points that we would all like to see, but to me, when you watch him, he's actually looking like a legitimate middle six NHL player. A middle six, a guy that is a third-line player that could potentially get up to the second line and do, uh, you know, contribute when given the opportunity. Casey Middlestad has looked confident. He's looked strong. He's looked fast. He's looked, we've seen the the hands that we all seen at World Juniors that, that got Sabres fans so excited about him. We've seen it. We have been seeing it from Casey Middlestat, and if he keeps playing this way, the points will come. I promise you that. Another takeaway I got from this game is the Sabres power play is fucking terrible without Jack Eichel. So for anybody saying, again, that we should trade Jack Eichel, please go away. The Sabres have been absolutely abysmal offensively. The The power play has looked absolutely horrendous without Jack Eichel. They're like one for the last 33, 34, 35, something like that, which is absolutely tremendously bad. They've meant from like top five, top offensive or power play in the league to like fucking middle of the pack in just a few games, in just a few games that Jack Eichel's been gone. That shows how bad their power play is without Jack being the quarterback on that power play. And the last thing in this video is the Sabres season is going to be summed up right now in this video that I'm going to show you. 
I stated it earlier. Tage Thompson gets the puck from Taylor Hall. He scoops it down the ice, misses the empty net. And in this next video, the very next thing, they come down in the same sequence. Flyers come in over the blue line. <clears throat> over the blue line. The puck gets tipped about six times on the way to the net. They score and eventually win the game in overtime. That's been the Sabres' entire season. Everything that has go wrong, can go wrong, has gone wrong for the Buffalo Sabres. That's going to do it for this video. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to this on an audio only, stick around for the next segment. If you're watching this, make sure you check out the next video in this series. Have a good one. Well, the Buffalo Sabres just lost yet again, blowing a third period lead to the Philadelphia Flyers. The Sabres were up three to nothing. If you want to hear my reaction to that uh, game, you can go ahead and click the link up here. You can check that video out. If you are listening to this on a podcast-only website, I encourage you to check out my YouTube uh, Sports Talk Buffalo. Remember, you guys like, subscribe, click the notification bell so you guys never miss a video with nothing but perpetual sadness for the Buffalo Sabres as a fan. What? is there to look forward to. Of course, one thing to look forward to is the NHL trade deadline, which is April 12th. The Buffalo Sabres already got started with their fire sale by trading away veteran center Eric Stahl. The Sabres traded Eric Stahl to the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for a third and fifth round pick. And the Sabres retained $1.65 million of Eric Stahl's salary, which I believe is half, which is the most you can retain in a trade situation for the Buffalo Sabres. Now, in my opinion, I think that's a fairly decent return. Eric Stahl never really looked like he wanted to be here in Buffalo from the get-go. Like, I liked the trade. If you watch my, my other videos, you can see that I really liked the trade. I thought it was a fantastic idea. Eric Stahl has had nothing but success in his NHL career, and bringing somebody like that into the Sabres organization I thought would be just a tremendous move, even if it was for only one season until Dylan Cousins can get ready to be that second-line center. And it just absolutely blew up in the Sabres' face. It didn't work at all. Of course, nothing this season has worked at all for the Buffalo Sabres. So, again, what is there to look forward to? The trade deadline. And... The first piece of the big news for the Buffalo Sabres, Eric Stahl, who's been rumored to be, you know, on the trade block for a while now, he has been dealt. So what is the next name on the trade block for the Buffalo Sabres? Of course, it is unrestricted free agent Taylor Hall. Now, I seen a trade online that was just at first glance, was absolutely ridiculous. It's still pretty ridiculous. Where they got, they traded Taylor Hall to the Boston Bruins. They got DeBrusque in a first-round pick and a, a like a fourth-line center, I believe. I forgot his name off the top of my head. I did share it on Twitter. You can go to my Twitter, Sports Talk Buffalo on Twitter, at Sports Talk Buff one You can follow me on Twitter also there. But I looked into it a little bit, and I'm going to tell you something. 
I think that the Sabres can actually do a deal that would benefit them for the future. Not just draft picks, but a player that could actually step into the lineup and play. And I think that's what the Sabres need to do. They have a good young core. They're still young, as much as we all hate to harp on that. Jack Eichel's in his prime. Sam Reinhart's in his prime. I know Rasmus Dahlin has had a very, very rough season, but that does not discount his rookie season. And last season, he was okay. He wasn't great. But maybe with a new coach, he will be better. We have guys like Dylan Cousins coming in. Obviously, we still have Jeff Skinner. He has not forgotten how to score. He did look good recently. But you want to build around these guys. You could potentially have a very good team. You could turn this around quickly. And I think this is the last chance the Sabres have to turn things around quickly. So the trade that I came up with after seeing that trade on Twitter was... Taylor Hall to the Boston Bruins in exchange for Jake DeBrust, a second round pick, a third or second round pick. I'll take any, realistically, I'll take any middle round pick if we get Jake DeBrust and potentially a prospect. And I said Oscar Steen, who was a sixth round pick. He's 23 years old. He's got 31 points in. I believe, 73 games in the AHL. He's a center. It is a depth move. It is something that the Buffalo Sabres can absolutely use in their organization. They have zero depth at center in their organization, as evident by the fact that John Sebastian D was on the first line the other night, for fuck's sake. That was horrible. But I'll tell you why this trade makes sense. The Boston Bruins get a top six forward in Taylor Hall. Obviously, Hall has not had a very good year. I understand that. Let me get to the end of this before you guys all jump in the comments and start harping on me about how absolutely horrible this trade is and that it'll never happen. Hall would make an immediate impact on a cup-contending Boston Bruins team. He is a top six forward. He can jump right into the second line and potentially provide very, very good secondary scoring for the Boston Bruins. Something that they could desperately want heading into the playoffs and trying to make another cup run. The Sabres get a good young forward in Jake DeBrusque to pair with Dylan Cousins Next season, on the second line, he has one year left on his contract, and he is a restricted free agent, which means the Buffalo Sabres would have his rights and essentially have all of the leverage with Jake DeBrusque. Now, DeBrusque is just 24 years old. He has... uh, He has seasons, I'm sorry, of 43 points, 42 points, and 35 points in his first season... He had uh, 16 goals and 27 assists in his second season. He had 27 goals and 15 assists. And in his third season, he had 19 goals and 16 assists. And this season, he only has seven points in 20 games, I believe. Three goals, four assists. He's on the COVID list or the COVID list right now, so he's not playing. But the reason why I said this, and it makes sense, is like I said, Hall is a proven Goal scorer. Hall's a proven scorer in the NHL. 
he could make an immediate impact on an already good Boston Bruins team. Like I said, slot right in on the top six and provide an immediate impact. I don't think they would have to worry about putting Taylor Hall on the second line for the Boston Bruins and him come right in and and actually start to score. And if it doesn't work out, of course, the Sabres would probably retain some of his salary, but then they could just walk away from Taylor Hall. They could make a run at the Stanley Cup with Hall, and then if it didn't work out, they could just walk away, throw it in the garbage. Oh, well, we took a real shot at the Stanley Cup again. We brought in a big name. It shows fans, yes, Taylor Hall is still a big name. Believe it or not, people, most a lot of people don't realize how god-awful of a season Taylor Hall is having. Now, obviously, uh, you know, GMs and all that, they know how, how much of a struggle Taylor Hall has been having. But again, you bring in a guy like Taylor Hall, and you're really showing everyone, yes, we're taking a run at the Stanley Cup. Not just trying to win in the playoffs. We're, we're going for the Stanley Cup. And if Taylor Hall likes it in Boston, he's successful in Boston, he enjoys winning as Boston has been a very good team for the last 5 to 10 to 15 years. They've been a very good team. He could resign there and then he could get to the winning that he said he wanted last season when he was a unrestricted free agent before he signed with the Buffalo Sabres. Now, the reason why this may actually make sense is DeBrusque may have actually fallen out of favor with the Boston Bruins. He was a healthy scratch earlier in March. He hasn't been performing very well. He's He had just one goal in his first 17 games this season. And they've tried, every, from what I read, they tried everything. They put him throughout the lineup, up and down the lineup. First line, second line, third line, fourth line. Scratch him. And he's still not producing the way that he had in his first three seasons. So he may be falling out of favor with the Boston Bruins, and now would be the time to try to get him, and I don't want to say resurrect his career, he's only 24. Now would be a time to to snap on a good young player that just may need a change of scenery. Because we've seen that happen before. Some guys, they just need a fresh start. They just need to get that little bit of weight off their shoulders. They stop clutching their stick so tight. And they are actually able to start performing the way that they are capable of performing in a new atmosphere with some new guys, guys like Dylan Cousins in next season. It would just be a fan. I think it would be a fantastic fit for the Buffalo Sabres. Like I said, it is a long shot, but I don't think it's as long as a lot of people really believe. So I think that is something that the Sabres should absolutely pick the phone up and go talk to Boston GM. Uh, Kevin Adams should go talk to the Boston GM and really try and see if he could work something out for somebody like Jake DeBrusque because he's a good, solid, young forward with a little bit of term left. So if it didn't work out next season, the Sabres could walk away. And if it doesn't work out next season, I got to tell you, there's probably going to be a complete teardown and rebuild of the Buffalo Sabres. Another trade that I wrote down here, and it is a lot more appealing now, I'm sure, to the Florida Panthers now that Aaron Ekblad is out. That is why I wrote this down. I seen that he was out. They are right in the thick of things in their playoff race. They are third, I believe, in the South Division this season, and they have a solid team. 
with Aaron Ackblatt going down and being done for the season, with a leg injury, having a puck-moving offensive defenseman that could potentially fill in for Ekblad. Now, obviously, Ekblad is a way better overall defenseman than, than is Brandon Montour, but that doesn't take away from the fact that Brandon Montour is a solid veteran NHL defenseman that can come right in. They don't have to worry about a rookie coming in and trying to fill in for Ekblad and contribute right to the Florida Panthers. So now... It depends on how desperate Florida is to get an unrestricted free, a younger unrestricted free agent in Brandon Montour. The Sabres, in my opinion, could potentially get a third-round pick, maybe, maybe even a conditional second-round pick because of the injury. The Florida Panthers may be that desperate that they give up a conditional second-round pick for Brandon Montour and a prospect. Now, that would be a very good return on a somewhat disappointing Brandon Montour. Obviously, we gave up a ton to get Brandon Montour. We gave up a first. We gave up Brandon Gooley, and I, I believe we gave up another piece to get Brandon Montour to Buffalo. But I think a return like that for him after it not working out in Buffalo would be fantastic. It would start to load up the middle round picks. Maybe we could finagle some of those guys into some bottom six guys that can come right in next season and really help with secondary scoring. You know, we need some bigger guy. We need some power forwards on the Sabres. We need some guys that can really grind on the Sabres. We don't have that. We have a lot of skill, but we don't have a lot of guys that can use their their physical prowess to really open up the ice for the rest of the players. And I said a prospect. And the prospect that I said is right winger, Logan Hutsko. I looked up Logan Hutsko. He was a third-round pick in 2018. He is a senior at Boston College, has 44 points, in 41 games in his last two seasons, 23 goals and 21 assists. And at the end of this season, he is a senior, so he will be an unrestricted free agent. Is somebody that the Boston Bruins may be willing to part with because they might not believe that they can get him signed to a pro contract. Now, somebody like Logan Hutsko could be looking for an immediate opportunity in the NHL, and that's something that the Sabres, they don't have a lot of depth. The Sabres could potentially give him an immediate opportunity in the NHL, and that could be appealing enough to sign an entry-level contract with the Buffalo Sabres, in my opinion. I think the Sabres really need to go down that road. They need to go and try to get more than just draft picks for these players. They need to try to win next year or at least be very, very solid next season if they don't make the playoffs. And I know people, again, we're going to go back to the Boston trade. I know people won't want to trade to Boston and and Florida because they're going to be, you know, in the same division, same conference, whatever. But it's not going to matter next season because we'll probably go back to the old or the old way of doing things where they only play teams two times a year, so we won't have to see these guys very often. Yes, it, it might help Boston if Taylor Hall signs with them next year, whatever, whatever. You can't be concerned about other teams. We have to fix the Sabres first before we worry about making other teams better. We have to, first and foremost, should be making the Sabres a better team 
and Brent or Jake DeBrusque would make the Sabres a better team and trading for, uh, you know, trading these guys on the Buffalo Sabres and getting back decent return has a great chance of making the Sabres a better team without a complete and utter rebuild that I fear would be coming if the Buffalo Sabres are not halfway decent next season. What do you guys think of my trades, my trade offers? Let me know in the comments section below. Uh, if you're listening on pod, or, uh, audio only, make sure you tell your friends and tell your family. They can hear me on any of the major podcasting websites. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Sports Talk Buffalo on Twitter. You can email me at sportstalkbuffalo at yahoo.com or sportstalkbuffalo at gmail.com. The emails are in the description. Remember to hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, let you know when any of my new videos come out. I will be trying to potentially upload just videos occasionally on my YouTube channel. Uh, you know, when I get some some time to do things, I'm really just trying to set this up as best I can for everybody here. I hope you guys like what you are hearing from me. Remember, leave a thumbs up, leave a comment. I always try to answer all my comments. I appreciate it, guys. Have a fantastic week.